Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Hey, I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to episode 121 of Design Speaks. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about the recent announcement from Instagram on their likes and the removal of said likes and whether or not that's going to affect what we create and how we share on Instagram. Oh, boy. Yep. It's going to be a a doozy. In an effort to... uh make sure this content is evergreen we will also just be talking about uh the culture of trying to impress other people so what have you been up to this week um well this week i feel like has just kind of flown by um which i guess is good um last friday you and i went to go see dr sleep um I think my overall consensus is that I liked the movie. I didn't like the ending. And then, so I came home and I was talking to Kelly about it. And he goes, oh, that's funny. Because, okay, you think that because I know things about movies a little bit, or at least like I work in like this type of industry. (laughs) You work in film. Like that I know these fun facts. But he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Stephen King is known for not being able to end his movies or his books, you know, his books. I was like, oh, question mark. And (laughs) I didn't know this, but apparently it's a thing. And like, I think back and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, like I, the shining ending is like the worst ending ever. Like this dude, you know, spoiler alert, uh, freezes. (laughs) You haven't seen the shining. Freezes in a maze. Yeah. Like he dies by freezing to death. Like, this dude who's, like, caught wreaked havoc. A little lame. And then I also <laughs> hated the end of It Chapter 2. And I was like, what? Okay. And then, like, I didn't like this ending either. And then I found out that, like, he was like... And Kelly told me, yeah, remember in It Chapter 2, there is a scene where the author in it, like, he's an actual... Um, he He's a writer... He goes into a, sh- a, sh- a shop and it's Stephen King's cameo and he said and they start talking in the and Stephen King's like, oh, you're the author. He's like, yeah. And, and they start talking about how he like he can't finish his books. He doesn't know how to finish them. He doesn't have a good ending. And it was like a nod to how Stephen King can't make a good <laughs> ending. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, it, ho- it holds up that theory because I hated this ending. <laughs> and- yeah. So, so we did that. Um, I don't really remember my weekend. Do you remember my weekend by any chance? I don't know. Um, it's just been work, work, work. You filmed. Oh my gosh. That was my weekend. I didn't have a weekend. I've literally been working. <laughs> you were working. I, I took, had last Tuesday off and then I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and today's Wednesday. I saw the movie right in the middle of your filming. You're so right. See, I forgot. Like. I get Friday off, thankfully. I mean, I, I'm going to take Friday off. My boss doesn't know that, but I'm going to take Friday off. So, Chris, if you're listening, <laughs> Michelle's not there because she's off. Yes, there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I've just been working, and I've been kind of exhausted and taking all my vitamins and elderberry, and I'm about to go take some oil of oregano after this because I'm getting like a respiratory Gross. thing. Oh, it's disgusting. You would not 
you would not take this. I'd like smell it and gag and like if you think of it as like a hearty Italian meal, you're like, okay. But (sighs) if you think of it as oregano, you're just like, this is disgusting. I mean, even if I thought about it as Italian meal, like just straight oregano as a meal is not okay. (laughs) No, you're right. It's it's much and it burns. It burns on the way down. It burns. Um I've been listening to podcasts. I think I mentioned this last time, but I'm on the next episode of Office Ladies. They just released it yesterday, and nice. it's the episode for basketball. And I'm I got oh, like I love that one. I know it's so funny. Like um, Jenna Fisher is like this is my favorite episode. Like of all of them, this no is her way. favorite. Yeah. So it's just it's really it's That's a really surprising. fun listen overall. Um, like just really funny like they give like little blue like short like insights of like this is what happened so there was like a scene where Steve Carell Michael Scott was supposed to like launch a ball and like from across the court and like he just it goes over and he totally misses it and then he says something like I usually make that but like the first take he launched it and actually made it so <laughs> it's just like fun stuff like that office ladies it's so i've been I've been just kind of binging that and then reading Harry Potter and falling asleep and going back to my work day. That's not a that's not a terrible life. No, no. It's just that type of week, you know, like it's not usually like this. I get it. I get it. I'm trying to think of what I did all week. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even have a song this week because I haven't been listening to music. I've just been working. Oh, that's OK. It's OK. I mean, I will say that Taylor Swift released a remix song of her song Lover with Shawn Mendes, which is a fun little listen. It's cute. Um, cute. Okay. I, I guess I'll have, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a fair shake. It's cute. So yeah, there's, there's my song for the week. I'm not going to play it because I don't want to upset Taylor, but there's my song yeah, for the week. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about? I don't think, I'm not sure if she feels flattered when people play her music like some people do. Yeah, no, totally. I get it. I get it, Taylor. Don't even worry. I'm not going to do that to you. But how about (laughs) your week? Oh, gosh. I feel like it's the same. I feel like I'm in the same boat. Um, I had meetings. (laughs) I had lots of meetings. um, (laughs) Meeting after meeting. Just... I love I love meeting with people and talking about things we're going to do and talking to new clients and talking to prospective clients. But when at the end of the day, you can look back and see that you did like actually did zero things except meetings. Ugh. That feels very, very unproductive. defeating. Yeah. Until you like get that work and then you can actually start doing things. But um, uh yeah, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be working on another music project for Kelly, so stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, yeah, talking about some speaking gigs and some things. So hopefully those will come through in the new year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, mostly I've I've just been listening to a bunch of the same songs, which is like nice as well. It's comforting. It is. Uh, I think I'm like down to the last song on my little like keep playing these eight songs playlist that I have not played for you yet. So I do have one song to share. It's called Giants. Um, Do you remember a little while back um, I brought this artist called Ruel? Very vaguely. Like I believe it happened. 
I think this song was called Game of Survival, and it was, like, very cinematic. Yes, I think I even commented that it was cinematic. Yeah. So so this song that I'm bringing is called Giants, and it's by uh, her, Ruel, and another band slash person. I should really look this up before I talk. It's, I totally <laughs> um, I get called that Called Silverberg. Way. Okay. So um, the song is really cool, and I will talk about it after. So here it is. <laughs> think of that one it's good can you you hear it yeah i heard (laughs) it did you hear it yeah it's good it's it's like almost like belongs in like a a heroic realization moment of a movie you know (laughs) (laughs) so a little a little cinematic still still a little bit but like it's it's encouraging in a way (laughs) if that does that make sense like it yeah okay it's it's empowering. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. I don't know. It's I really enjoy it. Um there there may be like overly optimistic lyrics, but uh for me it was it's definitely encouraging. It's like empowering. I my I listen to this one playlist that I keep talking about. Um uh, all the songs are on our playlist now, so I won't share my other little one, but I listen to that one a lot with the kids in the car and uh, Caden, my son, he's six. He, he like resonates with this song so deeply and it's so cute. Oh my gosh. Cause it's like, uh, they may say you're too small, you're too young to do it all, but you're a giant on the inside. <laughs> he's and, like, like, it's me. He sings it like at the top of his lungs and he asks me to put it on repeat. Oh, cute. And it's the most adorable thing. But I really, I really love it because, you know, especially when like, like me personally, like when I'm feeling kind of exhausted or um, like there's just too many, too many hurdles to like get to where I want to be or like to do the things that I want to do or to have the, you know, the kind of client work that I want or whatever, whatever it is. It's just like it was when I found this song, it was just really encouraging to be like to hear these words that like. You're you're born to move these mountains out of your way. Keep on fighting. Courage. The next the next verse says, "Courage comes when you leap into the dark before you see." Ooh. Um, you know we don't always get 
get the privilege of knowing what's on the other side of something. And there's going to be a lot of change coming for me really soon. And so I think it's just resonating even more than it did the first time I heard the song like three months ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really good. And I I think it's a it's appropriate for for my time in life. Yeah, I think it's interesting how music like they it, it resonates with you in different ways at different times in life. And I think that's what it's for. Um, yeah, to to help you put words to things that and feelings to things that you usually just can't explain. So, yeah, for sure. That's what this one did. Um, so besides that, uh, actually sort of in relation to what you just said, I've been listening. I, I listen to Armchair Expert um, kind of on a regular basis. I, I sort of took a break, but I saw that they recently interviewed Joseph Gordon-Levitt and um, something that he said about, you know, art and music resonating was interesting. He said something to the effect of like, um, people tend to want to boycott a person's art when they find out that like that person is a terrible person. Uh huh. But we'll never like boycott like Einstein if we found out that he was like a womanizer or something. We're not right. going to be like, oh, well, I don't believe in his science anymore because he was a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it's art because we resonate with it so deeply and because art is a reflection of that person as opposed to just a fact um, that we tend to kind of like mesh them two together, even though you can, you sort of should be able to appreciate someone's art separate from them as a person. It's sort of almost impossible when it's music. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you, do you agree with that? Like that's, it's really hard for me. I won't lie. Like there Things that have come out about certain artists and um, celebrities. Entertainers. Entertainers. If something from them comes on, I I wish I could go back before I believed, you know? Because... It, I don't know. I, I think it... I think I get... I, I'm a little... I'm a little torn, too. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like... And this isn't for everyone... Honest, obviously, and obviously, this isn't this isn't even the topic of our of I know, our conversation. I know, sorry, I totally no, just like it's derailed. okay. It's okay because it's a good co- it's a good little bit. But I'm just like, re- like I feel like some of these people used their power from the things that they wrote, saying, acted in, did to get where they were. You know, like so. It's like I don't want to listen to this song because I feel like that song was the reason you felt like you could act like this and get away with it. Yeah. And so, so it's just hard. What about if they die? Well, Michael Jackson like, is dead, w- you know? Like, like what if they 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 die and and they are no longer you they are no longer able to use that platform? Like does their art then exist separate from who they were? And that's what I'm like I try, but to me like I mean not specifically Michael Jackson, like he's just one of the ones that's out he's there. He's easy. Yeah. yeah. But like I feel like it still happened like all of this was happening during the time that he, so-and-so is acting in this movie, you know? And so it's just, it's like, this is this is part of, I don't know, it's hard for me to disassociate that. It's hard for me personally. Um, I, yeah. I try because, like, I can't, I can't deny that this person is a fantastic actor and knows what he is doing behind, like, that's his job. Or that, you know, MJ is an incredible musician. Mm-hmm. I can't deny that because it's just, tr- that's truth. That's like, 
the fact part of it. Like, he feels that within him. Right. But then there's, like, this real-life thing that it, it, it all comes to a head. And I'm just like, can I ignore these allegations? I don't know. Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah. So it was it was just like a really interesting thing that got me thinking. But when you said that, like, we resonate with music so deeply, it just sort of like made me think about like, what if I found out all of a sudden that like Ruel and Silverberg like have some like drug running scheme or something like, like, oh, gosh, do I no longer believe that like they're conquering giants? Right. I don't know. Right. It was just sort of a, a weird thought that I had. But no, it's true. That's a that's a good thought. So that was armchair <laughs> expert with with Dax Shepard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, John- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, and then intellectuals. The There's it's like two hours long. Oh gosh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so you've been listening to like a lot of heavy stuff though. Like, weren't you listening to like the Epstein podcast or whatever? I was. Ooh, yeah, that's right. I'm st- I'm still listening. No, yeah, I'm still listening to the Epstein. I was listening to um, the other one that just ended was the killing of Marilyn Monroe. Oh wow. So yeah, lots of heavy stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Got into like a theme with your listening. Yeah. Well, I had to get I had to get prepared for that s- terrifying movie. Oh, I know. Saw. Yeah. So yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I saw that movie with you, and overall, I I liked it. Um, I think that it was a little. I think they they leaned too heavily on the fact that they were. They were trying to remind people that it was a sequel to The Shining. Yeah. Like trying to recreate things a bit a bit much. Um, Ewan McGregor was incredible. Oh, my gosh. His character development. Like I still can't get gosh. over it. It was so good. No, he was my favorite part. Oh, by for far. sure. Um, and there were there for, for those of you wondering if you should go see it. Um, there was a part, a part where I walked out um, because I had read that there was some some gruesome murder of a child on screen and I just could not I, like, I just would not yeah even want to be in the theater for that it was hard to um, watch as someone who's not squeamish and like huh? it was hard for someone that's not like squeamish or af- like affected deeply by that type of stuff like I can just the reason I'm not is because I can take myself out of it and like know that this boy is acting like that's the only reason I can get through it but like it was hard still just to yeah, all of watch. that is is even for me. Even like then, I start thinking about that poor kid acting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, so He's fine. I just I can't, and I'm not even really squeamish. Yeah, like I wouldn't say I'm a squeamish person. I watch lots of sort of scary type things and vampires and all sorts of stuff. But when it comes to that, I was just like, nope. So yeah, yeah. Once that scene was over, which was like unfortunately the major plot device, um, it was good. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. There it is. So, anyways, let's talk about likes. Yeah. So, Instagram just announced that they will be taking likes away from public view. So, users can still like content, like as you normally would like by double tapping or hitting the heart um, on the photo or video. But, but the people who... But if you, unless it's your account, you can no longer see the likes. Um, so it's still like you'll still get that weird euphoria you get when you log on and see that you got fifty four new likes or whatever. Um, but others, but no won't one else see will it. be able to see it. Yeah, and so yeah, 
if you haven't heard of that, it's going to happen. I don't know when the rollout day is. Do you know? It's supposed to happen. This it's it's already it's already happening to some users in the U.S. I'm going to check mine right now. They're ro- they're rolling it out slowly, but it's it's supposed to be completely implemented like any time now. Okay. Yeah, mine has not just yet. Um, and le- honestly, when I heard that, so so before. Okay, let's go back to like. Maybe a month ago. Okay. I realized I can't curate my Instagram. Like, I can't. I, I I don't care enough, and I also don't have the eye. Like, I maybe it's because I don't have the eye that I don't care enough. Um, <laughs> so, I... At some the point, eye for what? The eye To look for, like everybody else? <laughs> for, yeah, for... Yeah, to look like everyone else. Um, and, like, it looks... It looks good. Like, I love when I can scroll through an Instagram feed and be like, it's so pretty. I want my life to look like this. Whites and (laughs) neutrals. I love it. I love it. Um, But I can't do that. It's just not my life. And that's okay with me. So I, like a month ago, was like, I don't care. I'm going to take pictures and I'm going to post them and I'm going to edit them and I'm going to say, I like this picture. And that's going to be why I post it. Um, and so I started doing that, and I haven't been doing it a lot. Like, I'm not, like, going crazy on it just because I'm very bad at taking pictures. But um, that in itself was freeing. But then they announced this, and I was like, heck, yes. I am literally not going to care anymore what what I post. Um, but will you? I mean... Because you'll still... This is one of my major questions, was, like, we... I keep I keep like hearing people say like oh it's going to be great and it's going to be so good for everybody's mental health. I don't think I, I don't think so. I'm just like you're going to still see yeah your likes. I don't think it's going to be good for mental health. I and I think I think it'll maybe change a little bit but I don't think it's going to be um like I don't think it's going to reverse the damage it's already done, you know? Yeah. I People are still going to see likes and people are still going to rely on them. And you know what? The first few days or weeks or month or whatever is going to show them how less likes, how many less likes they're going to get. But then they're going to get used to that amount of likes and still like kind of like rely on that, you know? Right. And so I don't I don't count on that like disposing of mental illness, the mental the mental whatever it's caused in people like I don't. Yeah, that was my that was one of my major questions was like, okay, maybe it will the the one the one positive on that sort of angle that I could see is that it sort of dampers the the competitiveness, maybe. Yeah, like I don't have to look at this other graphic designer over here making similar things and go, well, well, geez, how come how come the same kind of a thing has X amount of things and mine only has this many things. Yeah. That's really the only upside that I can see to that helping because you you can go like look at other people's content and not see how many people like it. Yeah. I just was I just did a quick Google search about the I just typed in Instagram likes and clicked search or whatever. And the first thing that came up was a BuzzFeed article oh a Google article. That says, influencers say they're not worried about Instagram likes being hidden. In fact, 
they support it. So I don't know if that's like a real thing, but they're they're basically Emily Schumann, aka Cupcakes in Cashmere, a lifestyle blogger with over half a million follow- followers, feels similarly. She says she does not see the removal of likes impacting the success of her account. So I don't I don't know. According to like analytics and everything, it shouldn't affect how people. Well, I mean, likes have sort of likes have been like a like a currency, sort of like a like a like a false currency, like it for influencers more specifically because that's what people you know, that's what companies or whatever brands look for in influencers. It's like, oh, well, how how many people are liking their things? But ultimately, the the algorithm on Instagram anyways is about engagement, like real engagement, like commenting and things like that, as far as I know. So maybe the likes won't, maybe they genuinely don't care about the likes. Yeah, it's possible. I was going to say, like, I when I don't get as many likes on, like, a photo or... I mean, if I, I don't have that many followers. I have just over like a thousand followers. I get on a good f- photo or whatever, I get like maybe 160 likes. That's 10% of my followers. Like, where are the other 90%? So when I think like that, and then I also think about me mostly just absent mindedly scrolling through and not liking anything, like, if it, it is it a big deal or I don't know, you know, just kind of thinking about how I go through Instagram. I don't usually like photos. If I like photos, I'm just like, oh, shoot, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I don't as much. I very I do definitely intentionally like people's things because I know that what is shown to me later is based on what I like. Mm hmm. And so I also don't just like things that people that I like post just because I know them and like them if I don't plan on seeing more of their content, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. <laughs> um, so but so there's also like the creative part of it. Like you said, you, you're you don't care about um, curating anymore. So does that mean that? I feel like I'm just wondering if this is actually going to be more of a freeing thing for people to feel less like they need to curate or like they will have they they will feel like more free to be creative and try new things or post different stuff, Um, you know, post less selfies because selfies, no matter what, always get more likes. Yeah. Unless you're in my world where that would that just wouldn't happen in my world like like I don't know I I think I feel like I get more less likes I get I get a bunch of likes from like girls being like you're so pretty you know but like guys won't like my picture of me because interesting yeah they just you know I've honestly never looked at the percentage of guys or girls but anytime there's a picture of my face it always gets more than most things I post. That's interesting. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like some sort of like bot, you know, looking for faces. Right. But yeah, it's just really, it's really interesting. Um, I wonder if removing likes will affect and in a positive way affect businesses 
um, those who have Instagram profiles that are just mainly for their business, whether they're selling jewelry or soap mm-hmm. or whatever product, you know, like, well, I wonder if that will help them because I don't know, like I, I just recently bought recently as in like an hour ago, but <laughs> um, that's pretty recent. That's uh, as recent as it gets. Yeah. Some artisan soaps from this woman that I follow, but she doesn't get that many likes on her photos, but her product is really great. Like I loved her. I love her soaps. I usually buy them. Um, and she doesn't get too many likes. I, and, and the soaps look pretty. It's not like her pictures are bad or anything, but they just don't have a lot of likes. Um, so I'm wondering if like removing that will help people think for themselves rather than being like, oh, well, she only has like 200 likes on this. I don't know if I trust it, you know? Yeah, I think that it will be. And ultimately, so I put a little a little tiny poll up on my Instagram stories um, just to see what people's thoughts were. And the majority of people said that they thought that it was a good idea. Um, and I agree with you. I think that, um, I mean, I've even fallen into this, you know, where I will see some some cool ad maybe that someone wanted to pay for and I fit into their demographic and I'll click on it and then I'll go to their profile and they only have, I don't know, as many followers as I do, like 800. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, see. Or go to one of their products and be like, I don't see a lot of comments on here. Maybe maybe this is a scam. Like, do I trust it? Yeah, no, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. So uh, maybe, that's, maybe this is like a way to wean us off of that like terrible first impression and let the brand and the person actually create a connection and speak for itself. It's interesting. It could be. It really could be. I tried to Google just now, would taking Instagram likes away be bad? Um, and I can't like find anything that would that says it would be bad. But can you think of any reasons why it might not be beneficial? No, I can't. I even wrote down the question like, what are the negatives? Because I couldn't think of any. Um, I we met a couple of people on the train from New Zealand, um, or on the we met a couple of people on the train from Paris who are from New Zealand. Got it. Okay. Um, and she was saying that they implemented this, uh, I want to say like three months ago, like in New Zealand, there was one of their test markets. And she said that like, it doesn't, and she works for a social media company. Oh, what a good, Um, what a good person to run into. I know. (laughs) Right. Um, And she said that like, there hasn't, there hasn't been like much of a shift in like how they do business with their clients or like the kind of things they post or anything. Um, Especially because as a business on the other side, you still get the insight into who's liking and like who's responding. And so you still have it's still good for marketing. You know, that objective place to be able to go, OK, well, people are really responding to this product and not this product, as opposed to it just being, you know, people finding liking you because you've already been liked a million times. Right. Um, I I can't think of anything negative. I, I really can't. I mean... Yeah. To me, all all the things seem seem good so far. I am looking at like a little excerpt from te- TechCrunch.com, and it says this is this is from July, so it's a 
it's a while ago, but it says Instagram says it's because they want your followers to focus on the photos and videos you share, not how many likes they get. In other words, when likes are public, people care too much about them. If a post doesn't get enough likes, people delete them to make it seem like all of their photos and videos are hits, which mm. is so true. Interesting. I've done it before. Like if I post oh, something, really? yeah, if I post something um, and it gets like like 45 likes i'm like well i guess that's not what the public wanted and i delete oh my gosh kind of i'm happy if i get like 12 see (laughs) and i'm like used to closer like in the 100 range it's not like that's what i'm used to for like high roller michelle (laughs) this is this is fame um (laughs) i i yeah i I'm used to that amount of likes. And so if I don't get that, I'm just like, okay, obviously nobody cared about this. And I have realized I post a picture of my daughter and I will get well over 100 likes. Like it's not a problem. (laughs) Like if she's well lit and it is good, like well, if she's well lit and you can see her cute little face, I will get so many likes. But anything else is like, just that's that that one's up in the air I don't know um but like I scroll back to the beginning of my Instagram I had an my I got my Instagram in 2011 that is eight years ago and my posting habits have changed dramatically like I posted a picture of writing on a post-it what oh yeah no and then all the weird like filters yeah it's kelvin weird like old camera effects and (laughs) and weird borders that like were never Uh consistent yeah i did some weird stuff but i didn't care like i was having fun right and which is sort of like the the thing that i said before is like the creative part of it where you just do something because you like it right and you learn and you grow and you find out more things about yourself that you can do creatively and it's a really cool process and at the time I really think it was like I got into some cool things because of that um but I don't do that anymore I don't experiment I'm like no this is the tried and true way I'm gonna stick with that right (laughs) well and think about this Instagram stories um don't share their their metrics publicly no and that has blown up in popularity. Yeah. Like I with everybody. That. And I honestly get, I feel, I feel more validated when people are watching my stories. Yeah. Than I do when they are um, liking something. Me too. Like, because I don't know if they're reading my like mini blog post that I write under my color palettes or if they just thought it looked cool and double clicked and went on whereas you you know when they're watching your story you can there's even more detailed you know analytics that show you whether they skipped past it or whether they saw the whole thing I don't know how to look into that and I'm glad (laughs) well you have to have a business one for it to show you all that okay um I think don't take my word on that I'm not positive I've only ever done this story thing on my analytics on my business side so I'm not really sure I wonder but anyways so I, yeah I wonder if Gary V has weighed in on this conversation yet I have you know not what checked. I'm sure he has I'm behind on my Gary V podcast so I'll have to check into that <laughs> my friend my friend followed Gary V's like way to blow up on social media 
and he has and and he he fall he followed like these like steps that Gary Vee like put out there to like mm-hmm. blow up on social media. He did them, and within like a week, he had forty million followers on TikTok, which is an app, by the way. Um, and it's just like yeah, I, I I'm not ready to go there. No, I've downloaded it. I downloaded it, and then I deleted it because I'm just like. This is this is the point where I say I'm too old for this. Like <laughs> I, I'm not doing this. I know people my mom's age that are using it on a regular basis. I just don't think people are using it right. Instagram stories from it and I'm like, what is this? I don't I don't know. Maybe I'll download it and explore it again, but like nah. Don't do it, Michelle. I, Stay strong. I downloaded Disney Plus and subscribed to that. So I'll yeah, stick with that. <laughs> we'll just do that. Yeah. We'll just watch more TV. More, you know what? Some movies that I just Herbie need to the revisit. Love Bug and Gargoyles and yes. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Tonight, we watched an episode, the first episode of The Simpsons. And oh my gosh. I like After spit, I get off of you, we're going to go watch Mandalorian. Yay! That's going to be good. I haven't watched it yet, but it looks incredible. It looks good. Look at you. You're a Star Wars fan. See, I did, did it. this happen? I don't know. I watched them all. I've seen them all. I don't know. I have a shirt. It was yours, but I have a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a mug. Kenny, your husband, gave it to me, but I have a mug. <laughs> um, and you watched all our movies, so I can I can say we take the credit. Yeah. It's, this is basically because of you. So, <laughs> but. So, ultimate, what, so, so, like, maybe we can... Uh, we can reassess <laughs> and see how this goes for us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to bring my opinion later yeah. after we, it's been a few. Yeah. And we can see how I actually feel about it. Because for the way I use Instagram, I feel like on my posting end, it's not going to affect a whole lot, to be honest. Yeah. Like I said, a good post is like, I don't know like 60 likes for me and a, a normal average is between like 10 and 25, 30. So I don't know. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, it's just crazy how like, if there's 12 do you people, see how you know your averages, <laughs> like, you know, it's weird that we know our averages. Yeah. Cause we look at it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I look at other people. I'm like, how do you have so many likes? Your pictures are crap. I don't get it. And so, and part of me is like, they I don't buy followers. Just kidding. <laughs> they buy robots. They're robots. Um, but it'll, yeah, let's re, let's reconvene. Sounds good. And see how it goes. Well, I'm excited to see, to see what happens Same. and see if it does end up being as good as everyone hopes. Yep. Me so. too. Me too. Michelle, where can people find us? Well, they can find us on many forms of social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram is at Design Speaks Podcast. And you can also um, email us, brandy at brandyc.com. And don't forget to check out our music playlist. It's on Spotify. It's music from Design Speaks on Spotify. Go check it out. It's, gosh, over eight hours of music. So it's a full work day. Um, also, Thank you so much to Vespertine for allowing us to use his intro and outro. Whoa. For allowing us to use his song as the intro and outro to our <laughs> podcast. I don't know why I always get that mixed up, but I do. So That's okay. Whatever. You do pretty good. Hey, thanks. Thanks so much. But yeah, otherwise, see you next week. Bye.
will fade in a grim mystique But we 